Welcome, Hump Day. Wednesday, June the 2nd, Thomas Miller on the Fun Astrology Podcast. Thanks for coming along with us for a little ride today. We're going to just hit some of the high spots still hanging around Pisces. I'm pretty convinced we have two major themes, right? well, three, three major themes in the chart right now. Gemini, all things Gemini, although we're going to lose Venus out of Gemini today. We'll talk about that. It'll be this morning, actually. And the second area is Pisces. And the third thing, of course, that we can't ever forget this whole year, and probably for a lot of next year, is Saturn's relationship with Uranus. But the chart is shifting right now. We're seeing the early signs of shifting. And that is because Jupiter will be the next planet to go retrograde on June 20th. So we'll talk about Pisces and Jupiter and the moon is still in Pisces as it was yesterday. So we'll catch all that here in just a second. But let's go ahead and talk about this Venus ingress into Cancer now. So we're going to be lovey-dovey and cuddly for the next three or four weeks. That happens at 9.18 this morning. I'm going to borrow a little scenario from my own chart, if that's okay, but I think it draws the picture in quite nicely here. So let's take the main elements of Venus. So love, obviously. So we think about relationship, but don't forget, you love your dog and your cat. You love your kids. You love your job, some of you. You love the people you work with. I mean, it's like, think of all the aspects, the long arm reach of what love and relationship mean. Think about beauty and beautiful things and art and artistic expression. And think about money because Venus definitely rules money and finances. And if you wanted to take that sinistry one step further, you could even say think about your relationship with money as an item of your either affection or angst. But think about it in relationship to money. And also think about your Rolodex, your contacts list in your phone now. We, you know, Rolodexes date you if you say such a word, but it's the people you know. It's your relationships outside of your home. It's the people in your world. And that could even mean all of your social media connections with whom you interact regularly. Now, Venus goes in at 918 this morning, Eastern time. I want to make sure I got that in there. Now, here's the story from my own chart. And we don't talk about the houses in here much because they change every couple of hours through the day, so it's pointless. But the second house rules our money and our finances. And in my chart, Cancer, the sign of Cancer, is in the second house with no planets. So a lot of you have said, what do you do when there are no planets in a particular sign in an area of your chart? So what you do is you look at the ruler of that sign. Well, the moon is the ruler of Cancer. So if you don't have any planets in a sign, you look at the ruler. So it dawned on me that in my own relationship with money, it is governed by the moon, meaning primarily instinct, intuition, and internal voices. I mean, hearing from inside. And as I traced that back in my own life and I realized, my goodness, every time there was either a really strong embedded desire or... Every time there was an intuitive prompt, like one day in 2013, I got this prompt to email this author about narrating his audiobooks. I was getting ready to go on a bicycle ride. I tell the story in the Subconscious Mind Mastery podcast, and that led to 30 audiobooks and literally a situation that changed my entire life. 
And I've looked back on other prompts where I have been motivated to do something that worked out financially. When I tried to build the box or build the bear, it didn't work out so well. So for the next three or four weeks, you have an opportunity to take those areas that we just discussed and apply that kind of intuitive sensory perception to those areas of your life. Give it a try. Really focus on this over the next couple of weeks. I think you will be really impressed because the only other planet that is in cancer right now is Mars, and it's going to be moving out before too terribly long. So you'll kind of have this space to work with and play with in a nice way. Now, let's just wrap up here real quick, talking about the moon still in Pisces, but wow, that conjunction with Jupiter yesterday. And, you know, it dawned on me, I walked back to the last time that Neptune was in Pisces, because see, the last time that Neptune and Jupiter were together in Pisces would obviously have to be during this period. The last time that Neptune was in Pisces goes all the way back to 1847 to 1862. So that would have been the last time that we would have found Jupiter in there as well. And if you apply this again, that would be the last time that the moon was also together with Jupiter and Neptune. It's by deduction, right, that you get there. But I was just contemplating on that and thought, wow, that is kind of an interesting thing. We have not seen this energy for a long, long time. Now, those of you historians are thinking 1862... Yes, 1861 is when the Great Civil War of the United States started. And if you trace it back, which others have online, there are plenty of sites that you can look at where there are significant events that occurred during Neptune and Pisces. And unfortunately, war is one of those things that comes up on the list quite frequently. And this is where I'm, I've been on this latest kick of some things that I'm meditating on and thinking about is collective consciousness relative to these kinds of things. Because you could not have a more spiritual positioning of three planets, a stellium, in Pisces than you have right now, today, yesterday, the moon, Jupiter, Neptune. And yet, if left unchecked or if we run out of control like I was talking about yesterday then Jupiter can expand that into the negative. And in a couple of months, in the middle of the summer, Mars is going to be opposite all of that energy, and that could create some friction and tension in and of itself. But collective consciousness is very powerful. And together, if we are practicing our spiritual practice, and I don't think it takes that many people. I mean, I'm not thinking that it takes five of the seven billion people on Earth singing Kumbaya every morning. I'm talking about if you and me and the people you share this podcast with and we get the message out broader and to more and we're looking at the skies for the signs and we see these signs and we practice the peace and the love and the Venus in cancer, the emotion, the intuition, the sensitivity to the things going on around us and we do that as a way of living, then we can literally shift the outcomes of what may have otherwise taken place if the collective energy were more negative. Things like a civil war. I'm on the side of positive change. Are you? I know you are. You wouldn't be here. Thanks for listening. I'll see you tomorrow. Think about these things. Pretty deep stuff. Have a good day. Bye-bye.